Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Smart Muslimer Podcast. My name is Farhat Amin, I'm your host. Have you subscribed? It only takes a minute and if you do, you'll never miss an episode again. Love the podcast? Well, please leave a review on whichever platform you are listening on and why not share it on WhatsApp or Instagram? My handle is farhatamin underscore UK. So please go ahead and follow me and share it with your friends, inshallah. With the release of the new Barbie movie, Mattel's marketeers are hoping to persuade a fresh generation of girls to jump on the Barbie bandwagon. The hype includes a new Barbie filter which will make you pink, poreless and pretty, as well as celebrating Pride Month. On their Twitter account they wrote, These Barbies and Kens want to wish you all a happy Pride Month. This was a a big Pride um, march in, in America that people were dressed up as um, Barbies and Kens and this was all paid for by you know the Barbie movie and Mattel but and and it makes sense because the slogan for Barbie is Barbie you can be anything so the question we need to ask ourselves as adults and parents or even aunties and but even just as as women is Barbie too sexy when we think of Barbie We conjure up images of a sweet, innocent doll loved by young girls, a quintessential icon, American as apple pie, a paragon of beauty, fashion and success. So the marketing goes. However, many parents, myself included, have felt uneasy about buying a skinny, blonde, white, lipsticked doll for their ethnic daughters, for their brown daughters, who don't fit into any of those um, images. And to a conscientious parent's eye, Barbie is too sexy. Barbie's most conspicuous feature is her warped, and I repeat warped, unrealistic physique. It's a grotesque caricature of the female form, with elongated legs, makeup clad, minuscule waist and exaggerated bust. Barbie presents young girls with an unattainable and unhealthy sexualised beauty ideal. The majority of her outfits are mini dresses, tight fitting leggings, or revealing swimsuits. You know, what message does that give a little girl playing with that doll? Now, this might seem like a bit strong, but I believe it is the movie, the dolls, they are grooming young girls to be a particular way. And the new Barbie movie cements the sexualized vision of womanhood to impressionable minds. It has a PG-13 rating, but like the dolls, it's aimed at young girls, younger girls. Now, Sheikha Fatima Barakadullah believes such a movie gives girls a warped understanding of love and casual relationships as being normal without negative impact. I put a question up on my Instagram feed um, my Instagram handle is farhatthemeen underscore UK. And I asked my audience, what do you think of the Barbie movie? And so Fatima replied with that message. And other women also chimed in. And they did say, yes, that they do feel that it's just too... For a five-year-old to be playing with a doll like that, it 
it's it's a very sexualized doll and they feel uneasy they would not buy their girls um, a doll like that Mattel producers of Barbie and the actors are grooming young girls into sexualizing themselves and I think that the adults in the room need to be honest that although the writers of the movie they attempt at being edgy showing Barbie experiences the harsh realities of being sexualized against her will but it's it's ironic and it's hypocritical that they are the one who created this doll they are the one who are purposely dressing and presenting her in a sexualized way they could very easily not do that but they know that sex sells and that is what they're doing and I think it's just ridiculous Ryan Gosling who plays Ken he's a father of two daughters you know Margaret Ro Margaret Robbie who she's set to make a lot of money from this movie because she's the executive producer and plays the lead role and uh it, that's not the end of it. It's um, d um there's also Dua Lipa who plays one of the Barbies and she's releasing a hit written especially for the movie. So the movie is really a cash cow for all of these players and they're telling girls you go be sexy little girl. That is the message they are cementing and confirming and like I said it's very disingenuous. The whole thing is wrapped up in oh it's empowering or, oh, it's just a bit of fun and it's nostalgic for all the women who had um, Barbies when they were young and now they can introduce their daughters to it and take their daughters to this, see this movie. But that's just looking in a really shallow, shallow um, way and that's not how we should think about these things, that everything has an impact. The type of dolls you, you know, play with, the type of clothes you wear, the images you are... Um, subjected to you know the, the movies you watch it all impacts how you view yourself how you view what it means to be beautiful and so you know there is actually some true you know a real feeling that parents have that their gut tells them there's something off with Barbie and they are right because if you just do a little bit of digging you find that the truth behind Barbie's creation is far from wholesome and um, innocent and it's not this very pure American narrative that um, is again the marketers are and advertisers are giving to parents and children so let me tell you about Build Lily you've never heard of her I'm sure now she was a seductive German cartoon character who served as the clandestine inspiration for the Barbie doll. Build Lily is the dirty little secret that Barbie creators hoped the world would forget. So long before Barbie bounced into toy shops there was Build Lily. She is a curvaceous and provocative cartoon character who first appeared in the German tabloid called Bild Zeitung in 1952. She was created by a male cartoonist called Reinhard Boythien. And uh, I'm going to suggest here that you, if you go to my website, smartmuslima.com, you can see I've got pictures of this doll and then it will things will fall into place. So, okay, you've got this cartoonist called um, Reinhard and he creates 
this cartoon character and she is the embodiment of sex appeal with exaggerated proportions, sultry gaze and risque attire. You know, she's wearing very, um, sometimes she's in her underwear, for goodness sakes, but he was doing this for adults. Uh, this is a cartoon strip for adults. Now he made her to this sex kitten and she's uninhibited, witty and independent. You know, in essence, what he would like and what he thought men would like to see in a woman. And she supported herself as a secretary. She's worked as a secretary, but also dated older men for their money. So she was a cool girl. Again, this is like a fantasy for, for guys. Now, Lily was a hit. She became a sensation. And according to Time magazine, Lily was so popular that tobacco shops, bars and adult-themed toy stores. Yeah, so this is like kind of and what that's code for sex toy stores, you know, sex shops, started selling a plastic doll version of her. You can see where I'm going with this. This build Lily doll was a platinum blonde, blue-eyed bombshell with large breasts. She wore red lipstick and blue eyeliner. Her feet were moulded into black stilettos and she had arched eyebrows and sultry side-glancing eyes. The doll epitomised the pervasive male ideals of feminine beauty and charm crafted to emulate real-life objects of men's desires. So that is what was happening in Germany. This doll was created. Then what happened was um, Ruth Handler, she's the co-founder of Mattel Inc., it was her and her husband who found it. She stumbled upon Build Lily during a trip to Europe in the late 1950s. And recognising the allure of the doll and the potential megabucks she could make with it, Handler saw an opportunity to bring Build Lily to a wider audience. So she went about acquiring the rights to Build Lily and embarked on creating a more palatable version of the German fantasy sex doll. Okay, so she, this wasn't some original idea she had. She saw this doll and thought, okay, I can sell this, but I'm not going to sell it to men. I'm going to sell it to children. Yeah, that, that's a bit weird, don't you think? That that's what, the way she thought. But, you know, hello, she's a non-Muslim. She's liberal. She's a capitalist. And she just saw power dollar signs. Okay, so this is something Handler said. She said... Every little girl needed a doll through which to protect herself into her dream, sorry, to project herself into her dream of her future. She said this in an interview for New York Times. She continues, if she was going to do role play, role playing of what she would be like when she was 16 or 17, it was a little stupid to play with a doll that had a flat chest, so I gave it beautiful breasts. Okay, so she is thinking I want my girls will play with this doll and they'll pretend to be this doll yeah that she, it's from the horse's mouth they're gonna and they're gonna pretend to be grown-ups and do grown-up things you know via this doll so the metamorphosis of build Lily into Barbie was a calculated move to appeal to a broad audience and fit the idealized image of the American woman like Lily 
Barbie wears revealing outfits. She has sensual features and is liberated. Barbie is a rampant consumer with an extensive wardrobe and impressive range of careers, thus serving as a role model for young girls. So Barbie is more than just a toy. I hope that I've got that, you know, conveyed that to you. Perhaps more than anything else, Barbie shows young girls they can grow up to be anything they want to be and they aren't confined to the traditional roles that have been laid out before them for so long. And this is, uh, I'm paraphrasing what Ruth Handler said. And in her, there's an um, autobiography of hers called Dream Doll, the Ruth Handler story. She says, my whole philosophy of Barbie was that through the doll, the little girl could be anything she wanted to be. Barbie always represented the fact that a woman has choices. So that's the history of the creation of Barbie, okay? And so that's what you have to bear in mind when, you know when I say she was more than just a doll and she represents a lot. And so when you, a girl is given that doll and then she sees and all the marketing around it and then now this movie as well, it's, she's not just getting a doll, she's getting a, a way of thinking um, and a way to view being an adult and what she should look like, what adult women look like. And the thing is that young girls don't look like that. So many, just think of the different shapes and sizes and hair colours and skin and um, yeah, and I'll, I'll speak about that in uh, in a little while, but here's a question is Barbie a feminist because Ruth Handler sure sounded like that's what she wanted her to be and let's just look at the movie tagline it speaks volumes it says she's everything he's just a Ken and they say so Barbie's everything but meh he's just Ken he's a man meaning he's a dumb sidekick boyfriend and in the past feminist figures have deconstructed the Barbie phenomenon, unmasking its pernicious nature. Gloria Steinman dubbed Barbie a pornographic symbol that objectifies women. Naomi Wolf, in her influential book The Beauty Myth, tore through the veiled glamour of Barbie, exposing its role in perpetuating unattainable beauty standards and contributing to the culture of female self-objectification. These voices serve as a reminders that Barbie is not just a harmless plaything, but a cog in the larger machinery of capitalism, harming the mental health of children for profit. It's so interesting. I put on my TikTok account, and the handle is Farhatmeen UK. I put screenshot this article that I wrote, and I just, you know, and I basically, I, everything that I'm saying here, and I, I was quite surprised at the like um, anger <laughs> I, my post received from who know who knows who they are because they're all anonymous and they're just random people. But they were definitely um, okay. They're non-Muslim, um, either American or and and they were just saying, "Oh, why are you take it?" First, there's lots of uh, expletives, which just shows how they can't think, and, and a bunch of Bulgarians who, who can't express themselves without um, swearing. So, the minute you do that, you've lost the argument. But they were saying things like, "Why, you know, why are you taking this 
making this so deep and and why can't it's just a bit of fun and you know what's your problem and it's Barbie's like this iconic doll it's so good you know there's no, it's just wholesome and um it's I wonder why people have a problem with thinking a bit more deeply about these things and you know um not just accepting what is advertised and put on social media because all the advertising is all very it's all very pink and you've got the actress getting all kinds of people having doing the whole tour and then having pictures with it's interesting I have pictures with like black women with trans pe people with hijabis all these different types of influences and it's interesting they're trying to make out the honor we are so inclusive but the point is you're not you're selling a white doll to the world and saying, and this is adults trying to sell it to be look, behaving and acting in a very sexualized manner, and it's being um, promoted to children. Like I said, even and there isn't this idea that that is fun. I'd like us to we should redefine what fun means. Um, and again, like. Um, Here's another example. Countless academic studies have substantiated the adverse impact of Barbie on body image perceptions and self-esteem. According to a study published in Developmental Psychology, this was Dittmar Halliwell and Ive, 2006, girls aged 5 to 8 who engaged with Barbie dolls expressed a desire for thinner body shape compared to those exposed to more realistic proportion dolls. So this is, there are studies that have been done to show Barbie is bad for young girls' self-esteem. And I've just, I have only put one example here. Now this insidious longing for an unattainable body image paves the way for future body dissatisfaction, disordered eating behaviours and a lifetime of self-loathing. You know, you, you're setting the foundation from a young age. And... Um, it's interesting, previous Barbie dolls have come with accessories like a bathroom scale permanently fixed at £110, completely unrealistic, and a book entitled How to Lose Weight with the single instruction, Don't Eat. You know, you, you can't make this up. Um, now, another issue that we have to address is the Eurocentric nature of the doll. Her homogenous white visage has long been a point of contention, a testament to the Western cultural utopia she represents. Until recent attempts to rectify the issue, Barbie predominantly showcased Caucasian features and unrealistic body proportions, excluding the vast array of skin tones and hair types that make up our diverse world. While Mattel's introduction of more diverse Barbie dolls is commendable, it remains mere tokenistic gesture. Critics argue that this half-hearted endeavour falls short of the inclusivity young girls truly deserve. You know, shouldn't we be striving for dolls that genuinely reflect the diverse tapestry of society, fostering a sense of belonging for all? Yeah, that's the. It, that's what a, a truly inclusive society would do, not um, put on a pedestal and label iconic this... Um, disgustingly thin doll yeah and behind the glossy packaging and innocent smiles lies a corporate juggernaut that's prof profited immensely from the vulnerabilities of young girls 
Mattel, the company behind Barbie, has raked in astronomical amounts of money, capitalising on the insecurities and desires it strategically cultivates. Um, it's very intentional what they're doing. You know, those specific figures may fluctuate. According to Mattel's financial reports, Barbie consistently generates billions of dollars in revenue each year. This relentless pursuit of profit comes at the expense of young girls' self-esteem. Um, just because Barbie is an iconic female figure in the developed world, that doesn't mean parents or women should be fooled by the marketing spiel. Why are we going to buy our girls a 30 dollar doll wearing skimpy clothes. What message does that give our girls about modesty, self-esteem and beauty? You know on Instagram I asked what women women for their thoughts on the Barbie movie and I really loved what Sakaina J said. She said kids deserve to experience good lives not consumers of media made by someone else's thoughts and agendas. You know so my my take home message really is that n never forget that you, if you're a parent, you have your daughter's best interests at heart, you know, and so we have to be strong. We have to not um, just go with ride this wave of whatever is the latest trend. And at the moment, it's the Barbie movie is a trend. It doesn't mean we just ride that wave and give in and say, yeah, everyone else has got one, so I'll get my daughter one, or I'll get my niece one, or I'm going to go and watch that movie. It's, we have to be willing to say, no, this is not good for women and young girls, and I'm not joining in, and so no, I'm not going to get you that door, and we're not watching that movie. That is, and I hope that, having listened to what I've said, and if you would like to, you can read this whole article it's on smartmuslima.com you can go and read it you know and share this if you found this a bit of an eye-opener then please share it on your whatsapp share it on your social media so other people can find out because I think we have to re-educate ourselves you know I remember when I was young I really wanted a Barbie doll and when I think about it why why did I want it so much and it was because it was advertised everywhere and um, my parents didn't let me and Alhamdulillah I'm happy they didn't and there are so many more ethical dolls that you can buy now and more you know in line with our Islamic values and even for if you are non-Muslim listening to this you know again we have as Muslims we have values and morals and that affects the kind that affects not just how we pray but how we the kind of toys that we would buy our children you know alhamdulillah we have got um guidance on those things and so um you know there's so much more i could say about this i haven't really mentioned so much about the whole dynamic of barbie has a boyfriend you know what does that teach young children and what would those two dolls are expected to do with each other? You know, I'll let you think about that. But why does a doll need to have a boyfriend? You know, a doll for a six-year-old, why does it need to have a boyfriend? It, it makes no sense to me. But inshallah, yeah, if you enjoyed this, then, you know, please leave a review. Um, you know, please subscribe. And there's also there are episodes which are um, paid subscription, and that will help to support the podcast and continue its growth inshallah so i will um 
you'll hear me again in the next episode. Take care. Asalaamu Alaikum. Inshallah, if you enjoyed this podcast, then I would like to invite you to become a paid subscriber. When you become a subscriber, you can unlock exclusive podcast episodes just for you. And inshallah, your support will mean that I can continue this service, which I've been providing for free for many years. And inshallah, we really need more Islamic podcasts that discuss the challenges that Muslim women and girls face. So hit the subscribe button today and instantly you will get access to so many more episodes.